Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Welcome back to another episode of the Gold Diggers Podcasts. I'm proud to announce that we are now part of the ACAST United family and please expect very exciting things from us this season. On a sadder note, Her Majesty the Queen passed away a few days ago and I'd like to take this time to send our condolences to members of the royal family and the general public. As a result, football was cancelled as a mark of respect for the Queen. But today... We'll talk about other topics and the Champions League. Getting back into the episode, I'm your host today, Beatrice, and I'm joined by... Underscore JM Cow. Uh, Gloria, Gloria K underscore XO. Lauren at Lauren Coys. Joyce and Swifty Stones on Twitter. Marva at Marva MSK. Okay, everyone sounds a bit sad. Let's like line oh, up. <laughs> Let's talk about Thomas Tuchel. So he oh. was sat... Out of no, that came out of absolutely nowhere. No one saw it coming. Gloria put in the chat, and we were all like, "Is this a prank? What's going on?" Yeah. I Gloria, it was a parody as well. <laughs> I literally had to. I said, "Nah, there's no way that came from the official account." So I had to go on their account. And I saw, oh, there's like millions of followers. I said, "Yeah, it's definitely true." <laughs> and then I got the notification from that app, and I said, "Wow, that lasted five days. Literally, how can you sack a manager five days after the transfer windows closed, and you've bought players?" to fit their system. It just didn't make sense. I was really, really shocked because I, I thought we'd wait at least till like December. Like even international break would have made sense. But um, yeah, I I think I was I was very, very sad that day. I was like, wow, like what's going to happen now? Where do we go from here? Because I'm thinking what good managers are out there at the moment that are available. Um, but obviously now we have uh, Graham Potter. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, I was I was very upset, but I think I'm kind of starting to get over it, and also I'm kind of starting to get behind the the project that they're planning to go ahead with. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of a sad day. Yeah. Do you think it's something that had been they've been working on for a long oh, time? Absolutely. Or? There's no because the way everything happened, like 
you're sacked on Tuesday, Wednesday, we have a new manager. Like, that was planned. And there's no way you're telling me that you only found out about Graham like the day before. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like they've been planning this for a long time. And they just, I think one other thing I thought was is they probably kept Tushu till now so they can get players to come in. Because obviously, Tushu has some sort of pool. Mm -hmm. And then after they've got the players, they can say, you know what, well, goodbye, Arvidechi. Um And now here we are. Um, so, I, yeah, I think it was planned a, a long time ago from the moment that Marina was sacked, um, Czech left, all of these people. Um, I feel like it was coming, but they just needed time to just get all things. You can't just sack everybody. Like, mm. that's just going to go to you. Like, shit, okay, let's just assume <clears throat> that it was all planned and the owners mm. knew what they were doing. Do you think Tuchel saw it coming? No. no. <laughs> you think? think no. Seriously? I actually don't think so. I feel like, like he had a success. I think, Genuinely. Like, <laughs> the way he was yeah, speaking. Why do you think the way he was speaking that post-match, I, I felt like that was him kind of leaving, like releasing his hands from no, the club I and going, like you know what? Match, it's in yeah. God's hands now. It's frustration. Yeah. Like, it's just frustration. Like, you know, you've just tried your best. You've, you've told them what to do. You've said, do this, do that, and you're not doing it. You're just frustrated. So I, I don't think he saw that coming. I think when he walked into the office that Monday morning, he just thought, oh, like, it was just going to be, like, a day-to-day catch-up. Like, what's going on? Nah, I disagree. I genuinely do. And that's only because of the way that Bowley has been moving since the trial. Like, all this money that he's been throwing about, the guy wanted to employ Ronaldo. Mm, like, realistically, yeah. I and Tisha were like, no, it's yeah, not it happening. Was sort of that, thing. That was so it's been why. bickering before this has happened. So I feel like eventually mm. you sort of saw it, Fair like, enough. if they didn't. I think he probably had it in his mind that if he doesn't pattern up, quite quickly that he's going to get sacked but to do that literally six was it six days or five days after transfer with them makes no sense it was very harsh that, yeah. for instance yeah, the, the centre-backs haven't really worked together for a long time to see if the partnership is going to work and now it's like I think there's a lot of not confusion but it's like what is that but that's why I don't think it was like planned planned I don't think it was like a thought out thing I think it's more them being like we need to like stamp our authority and show like oh we're going to make big moves like when well, we need to make big yeah. moves because if it's a case of bringing players using his pool to bring players in but why would you go for someone like Aubameyang who's so clearly there for well, Tuchel exactly. and has you know had problems in the past of like getting on with managers yeah. he's not clearly not yeah. like the easiest person to, to get along with mm. and now you've got someone like Potter who I think will do well but it's just like such a mismatch of people now. Which is why I feel like it was a very harsh and hasty decision because now it's like, where does it leave the players? Because clearly it's like, like you said, they hadn't had the chance to actually see how it's going to work on the pitch. And it's just mm. like, it just seems all... I just feel like the players are kind of the ones who got to really like feel, mm. feel it the most because it's like, what but then next? again, they're, they're also to blame because like, you you're going on the pitch and you're not playing like you want to be here. Like... It's going to contribute to the manager being sacked. So I think fair enough. You can you can feel a certain way about the fact that they've been sacked and that oh you don't have that security. You don't know what's going to happen. Your future's uncertain. But then again, you have to hold yourself accountable for the fact that you're not performing on the pitch as well. Mm -hmm. So I just I don't know. I, I think it's a two way thing. It could. I do think it was planned from a long time ago. But the loss on Tuesday, I believe, just contributed to it. It was just like, yeah, you know, pack your bags, it's time to go now, let's yeah. keep it stepping. Um, but yeah. Can you see the players getting behind Potter? They mm. better. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't got a choice. They have no choice. Like, listen, if, if I was Burley, I'll start telling them, if you don't play on the pitch today, 
they're not getting your pay the seat like even Talking start about doing something because <laughs> clearly you're not the man not offered the... a what four four three formation <laughs> yeah. the man don't know what he's doing uh, you don't know what he's doing you don't, know, you don't just know money really and vibes yeah, that was probably not true but still it's yeah. just like I need people to play it like they want to be there like when I look at for instance I don't want to bring United up but Martinez yeah he plays like he wants to be there mm. that's the kind but of no, but listen I don't think Martinez is a fair example to use because he's Otherwise, new at United. Yeah. He's new in the Premier League, so he's still got that exactly. raw he's passion. Got bombs like Mason no, Mount played. I think Bowley's showing <laughs> that he's thinking about his brand yes. more so than he's thinking about his football organization. And for me, I think he's showing his inexperience because, regardless of your opinion on your manager sacking them, five days after a window closes. Um, You've brought in players. Whoever comes in can't make any changes. You know, we're, well, right now the, the players are not playing, but you're playing twice a week. You, your potter doesn't have any time on the training ground. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm looking and thinking, it's almost as if he's putting his own personal pride before the club. And I, I just think the timing, it d- doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, the timing's horrible, honestly. I think, I mean, they've had a couple extra days to train together now. <clears throat> But still, I just think... Only time will tell. Yeah. Are we sure the timing is horrible, though? Because Chelsea have been in poor form. And this new manager could mean that they have the new manager bounce. That new manager bounce would be crazy. (laughs) 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 It's going to be crazy for Potter's CV. Yeah. yeah. Once he leaves, he can pull something out of the bag. The bounce just needs to last at the World Cup. Exactly. And then he gets more time. It's just going to have to be... Yeah, yeah. His, his first game as the Chelsea manager will probably be in the Champions League, mm. and you're facing RB Salzburg. Yeah. What are you? Oh, <laughs> turn of How do you see that off? match going? Um, I'm expecting something. I need a better performance than what I saw last week. Mm. That's for sure. Um, I don't watch the other teams. So I don't know exactly how they play, but I expect us to win that game. Because I think we have quality players. So I expect us to win that game. I don't care how, but you better win that game. (laughs) (laughs) So straight off the bat, you're expecting results. You're not saying, oh, I'm going to give him some time to see how he can put the team together, etc. Yeah, I want results. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but this is in context care. with the Champions League, it makes sense because you've got there's no time stage. Yeah, that you don't really time. have the time to win. But then why hire someone like Potter, who his whole thing is building a project? Exactly. Like mm. Chelsea aren't gonna wait around for you to like build something unless you are gonna give him time. That's what Potter needs is to actually build a project because he mm. implements his style of football. Mm. He implements his whole project into a team. Chelsea seemed like the worst team to do that. <laughs> Even last part, the, yeah, the oh. project didn't really get that much time. I think it's going. Chelsea don't operate like Look that. Look at him at Everton now. Now we're <laughs> 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 we have new management now, so hopefully the old days of just sacking managers will stop. But I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I expect us to win that game simply because I want, I want to see that there's some sort of change in terms of even just mentality-wise. I want to see that these players are in it for the good one. So what do you think can change between your last loss against Dynamo Zagreb? Mason Mount being on the bench. And now? Mason Mount being on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) 
Listen, I am not a Mason Mount Stan or I don't hate my bra. So whoever needs to be benched, I bench, I don't care. Like, I don't care who you are. If you need to be benched for the goodness of the team, please be sitting on that Wasn't bench. Sterling playing like centre mid at some point? Yeah. I watched that glimpse of the game, but the parts that I saw, I said, wow. Everyone was just out of position. Yeah. 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 Making yeah. Sense. Yeah. I watched it. The match was crazy. It did feel like, it did feel like a manager coming to the end of his reign, but like, Sped up version. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Game, it was like, what's happening? I think here? once the like... game ended, it was like, yeah, it's, yeah, nobody knew what to say. It was just like they all just walked off. Yeah. I know on behind camera, what Pulisic and flipping was it Sterling mm. up front? That was just chaotic. Oh Very. god! You better continue. Pulisic will play. He's American. It's all yeah. about. Yeah, Even Mason Mount. I no offense, but I don't expect him to be dropped because he's you know. You're one of your star boys. I know. No, 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 no. These he people love to him too much. <laughs> <laughs> they, need to, they need to let go of him. He needs to be dropped. He needs to be dropped. I'm so sorry. Like, but that's why I think it's interesting with Potter because your expectation is he comes in and he wins the first game. This will be the first time he'll be at a club where the expectation is that you win every mm, single game. game that you play. And I think the expectation... Um, and the egos that he'll have to manage. Mm, I'm yeah. interested to see how he'll cope with that it's because you know at Brighton, no one really cares if Brighton wins also, or loses, like, and they get I swear extra there's, praise. There's like a Mandela effect with Brighton because every season, yeah, you think they're doing like amazingly well because like they start well, they they do really well against like some big teams and they get some good wins against like. And they, then they come and then yeah. I'll watch a game, a random game of theirs, and you'll hear the commentator say, "And they haven't won in ten games." And like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like, oh. I thought they were doing all right, and then you see they're like. Yeah. 10th and you're like yeah that makes sense because they beat some good teams but then it's like they don't stay that consistent I think actually to be fair on Potter this year seemed more so actually like he seemed more given that they lost some key players but their structure still stayed the same and they still seemed as impressive I was like you know what I think they'd actually have a better season than before mm-hmm. when they're a bit inconsistent but even so I'm like at a team where you have to like you're saying win basically every game that's not something I know they've got mm-hmm. better players than Brighton but that's not something he was necessarily being consistent at, at Brighton. Mm. So given that, this, <laughs> <laughs> given that this is essentially the biggest job of his career, yeah. what are your expectations from him? Um, I think my expectations for this um, season is top four. I don't really, um, I'm not very concerned about like UCL. I think, Obviously, I want us to get to at least the round of 16, like at least. But I feel like um, I want us to get to a point where we at least get top four for next season and then build from that point onwards. Um, yeah, that's my expectations for him. Should should that ambition be raised though? Because I I feel like you can't go and spend three hundred million <laughs> in the transfer window and be like, yeah. oh, we'd be happy with four. Top four. four I'm not saying I said top four. I didn't say four. I said top four. <laughs> yeah, but that means that's that's fourth is included yeah, in that. Like, so. Yeah, but I didn't say it was fourth or third. I just said top four. As long as I see that we're playing Champions League football next. Well, like Lauren said, you're not spending that, a load of money. Yeah, we did spend a lot of money, so that's why I expect them to I win and results. I said Arsenal could be part of it. I was crazy. I would be talent, yeah, talent race. But right now, I don't want to be. I don't want Arsenal fans or any Spurs fans to come come for my neck. So I'm happy with top four. I didn't say fourth place. That's a top four. What about second, third, first? Awful. 
But yes, um, I think I yeah, that's my expectation. Laura, what about you? Um, as a as a Tottenham fan, what are your expectations of Chelsea given that they've spent so much money? I would expect, given how much money they spent, that they would be in a title race. I I, I really would because I think, um, okay, last season you know, Man City and Liverpool just ran away with it and we were all trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. But I I think considering the some of the signings that have come in, it, I know if my club spent 300 million and I'm still battling for the same targets I was battling the season before, mm. I'd be pissed off. Mm. I hear what you're saying, but also I think because we are in a transition period. Who created this transition period no, for there's you? A lot, there's a lot that's happened, like new management, like all these things, I think. To expect like stability the way it was like previously, and to get like first place is just slightly unrealistic. But I, from next season, I expect that. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I just like I still think top four, but not like fourth place. No, I'm not saying third, second, or first, but within that space we, I think we can do it I mean Thomas Tuchel won the Champions League in his first year at Chelsea mm. why can't you put the same expectation on Potter he's never played in the Champions League <laughs> <laughs> he's never managed a team that's played in the Champions League so that's why I don't have like huge expectations in terms of us getting to the final for instance so yeah Okay, we'll see how Chelsea <laughs> plays this season. Um, let's take a closer look at the Champions League. So Chelsea lost 1-0 to Dynamo Zagreb. Um, Liverpool also lost 4-1 to Napoli. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if any <laughs> when of are you we, guys... When are, <laughs> when are we getting a Liverpool final? We need to get a Liverpool final immediately. That I can continue my most salad agenda. Because that man... <laughs> You're not so... Familiar. No, but I, is it fair to place, I mean, blame on Mo Salah? I'm not of course not, no. No, but he hasn't, he, he but he hasn't been there. Like, like, he hasn't yeah, he's been, he's been quite absent, but I oh, think their whole team, <laughs> no, their whole team from back to front is yeah. all over the place. The it's the midfield. If you're starting a midfield that's either got Jordan Henderson, James Milner in it, yeah, or if you're not going to play them, you're going to play two teenagers in it. And then some... Who's passing to... Is he meant to create the chances himself? He was though no. previously. Previous well, he had his fullbacks like helping him out a little bit. Yeah. Now this but, time like, they're now, a bit. You got Van Disney at the back. You got, <laughs> <laughs> you got Trent as well. That's just Trent. 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 It's just yeah. like, just help us. No, but but now the question help them is, like, themselves. are we looking at Klopp's final season for Liverpool? Like, Ooh, realistically? <laughs> because... He said he's not getting yeah, fired. Yeah, he said yeah. True confidence Klopp said that he's fired. don't operate like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess he has a right to be confident, but like there it. becomes a point where enough is enough. And if the players stop showing the fight that we're used to them <clears> seeing that we're used to seeing from them then it's a big problem if it keeps going the way it is until like december there's going to be a lot of red flags going around like there's already massive red flags no, but yeah. I mean, if it's still going I on once, yeah if tiago comes back and they still don't and they still have the same problem exactly then because right now what most liverpool fans are blaming on is one milner 
<laughs> and two, just generally their midfield and no. like the, not that same intensity. So I think yeah. if Thiago comes back in, Fabinho stays fit. Like what? What? what can they away from a their injury prone player will come back and he'll get injured again. again. And they've got Arthur Mello now as well. So I'm like, if you've got them free playing and you're still and the same problems are coming, then. But I feel like even their issues. forwards, they're quite unbalanced. Uh, Nunes, Nunes yeah. it's yeah. it's a mess up up front as well. So I feel like from back to front, just because they didn't they replaced Mane with a completely different player that does not play that, that is just unbalanced now. He's definitely yeah. missing from the team. Yeah. So of course, like I feel like of course Mosala is not going to be playing well because essentially him and Mane had this sort of they were competing against each other to produce and but he doesn't have that anymore that Bournemouth game though Salah's a goal scorer the Bournemouth game where it was nine goals so there were clearly chances being created he had about yeah, five he didn't score in that game. he didn't score yeah. if there was one goal he did it was like how did you miss that like, yeah. how did okay. you miss that he got that pay rise and said goodbye <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so considering Liverpool's poor form do we have high expectations of them this season? Should we hold them to the standard that we're used to holding them? Yeah, we have to yeah. hold them to that standard. I'm but so... they're way off it, I think, at the, at the moment. I still feel, I think they'll get top four um, because I don't think they can play this badly for the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you're playing this badly for long enough, other teams are already like, surpassing you. So. But that's the thing. I, I feel like the season has started where... I, don't, I, I even don't think City will run away with it, mm-hmm. um, maybe post-Christmas, but it, it feels like everyone is there to drop points at the moment, right. you know, regardless. So I don't think we're going to see someone win the league by Christmas. Um, so I think if, if Liverpool get to November and in this terrible, that's going to force their owners to go and at least buy a midfielder in January. Um, mm. So I think <clears throat> they could recover and, and still get top four. What about in the Champions League? How do you expect them to play there? <sighs> they continue playing how they play. It's going to be a very short run on Wednesday as well. Which... We have no thought. It's going to be a short run. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. way they're playing to be a short run. So their next game is Ajax. Yeah. What are we saying? Do we think they can beat them? Um, Joyce? You know what? I don't know, because you know these people like to talk about Liverpool mentality. So I want to see this Liverpool mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. Because they have to be fighting for something this season. Yeah. Like, realistically, they've got the FA Cup, Carabao Cup as well. But like, I mean, it's, it's normally like the the Champions League is normally Liverpool's kind of game. So hopefully they kind of pick it up. But mm. who knows? Start We've spoken about the two teams that lost. Now City are one of the English teams that did win their game. Mm-hmm. How did that game go? Sweet. <laughs> You've rocked my world. Tell you that. Harland. Sky. Blessing from above. I don't know what it was made, but... Machine. Nah. Yeah, he was yeah. made in the lab. Next level. Nah, but it's like, robot. apart from all this praise, obviously I think uh, Pep had said in one of the pre-match interviews that like we can't rely on Harland to like kind of feed us like these wins and whatever so it was nice to see uh Foden contribute as well because I think Foden's kind of been off the ball recently as well um I think he's finally slightly getting back into groove um but yeah I just kind of want to see how things are going because realistically um I mean Haaland won't be playing during well, not the international break, but the F- the World Cup. So, um, hopefully, he stays fit. But we also know what it's like uh, to see Haaland injured as well. Obviously, not for us. But 
that then will raise massive questions as to who will be providing the goals because we've been here and there. We've, we've sort of like been good at playmaking, but the final finishing, if mm. it's not all near the, the, like, the post, it's not getting in. Mm. So, yeah, apart from that, it was a great, it was a great match. Um, but yeah, well, we've got Dortmund next. So we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. Do you expect to beat them? I have to say yes. I mean, at the end of the day, we're in the group stages. Like we have to. We have to. And we've never really had too much of an issue. And obviously, we had. Did we play Dortmund last uh, campaign? I think we did. Yeah. But yeah, and we beat them there as well. So hopefully, same performance there. But it'd be easy to get rid of competition now and have an mm. easier run later. But yeah. Okay, and Lauren, Tottenham were the other English team who also won. How did that game go? Um, I can't lie. At halftime, I was thinking, I can't believe I paid. Come watch this. <laughs> we did. We had. We started the game as we started many of our games. We we didn't play very well. Um, but our new number nine. Thank you, Marva. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think for me to see. You know, everybody knows that we, we're heavily reliant on, on Kane and Sonny to get goals in our side. And to now know that we've got another player who will turn up when we need him. You know, he, he got the job done. Um, a couple of great headers. Um, first game at home, it's really important to start well. Uh, and we have done and we've got two away games now. I mean, I'm happy with our, our, our draw. I'd, I'll be disappointed if we don't top the group anyway. Um, so... Yeah, like I, I feel that there's so much more to come from Spurs, but at the moment we're getting the job done, mm. um, so I can't complain too much. So, yeah, I think we've got um, sport in Lisbon on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, tough away game, but I expect three points. Um, and yeah, it was it was nice to to hear the Champions League music again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really must happy. be nice. I mean, United <laughs> can't say the same, but hey, are you down there? How was Thursday? Arsenal. Yeah, we won. In the Europe. Yeah. Honestly, I was not even paying attention to the European League. I know that United did not win, but did you I get shall. The, how did oh, you? oh, yeah, you lost. Yeah, oh, yeah, but it was, the VAR was... It I can't was, yeah, lie, I didn't watch it. It was a bit questionable, yeah. I heard a lot of people complain about the penalty. Too. I mean... I mean, I saw the incident, and if that's what we call a penalty, penalty um, nowadays, then football is, you know, ooh. it's a mess. But, hey, let's move on to... The Premier League. Now, the games haven't gone um, ahead this weekend because, you know, of what we mentioned earlier. Um, and next weekend, do we know whether it's coming back or not? I think it seems like it is going to resume. From the Saturday, yeah. Like there's a yeah. match on, yes. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, really? Was, yeah. I, think I, think was, I know there's a question happen. mark about the London teams because of policing. Yeah, yeah there's going to yes. be a lot of people on the streets. But as so, I've seen, it's still saying as scheduled for this weekend. But then Monday, of course. Mm. Yeah, considering that the funeral is on the Monday, a lot of people might be, you know, doing what they do on the weekend. But I don't know how many teams in London are playing. So Chelsea are at yeah. home and Brentford are at Brent home against well. Arsenal. Yes. So even if they wanted to reverse that fixture, they yeah, couldn't really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that game needs to be played in London regardless. Yeah. Let's talk about the league in general. Mm. So... Arsenal are still, you know, top of the league. Mm -hmm. Do you expect this form to continue? I expect it to continue, but we still have more challenges to 
calm. I feel like obviously Man United was their first challenge. And the one thing that kind of annoys me is like they always, they get into their heads too much. And I feel like with the Man United game, they had the opportunity to kind of draw it back once it became, you know, one all. I feel like they just kind of lost it. I think they panicked. Arteta panicked, I don't know why. I feel like the substitution. Uh, substitution. Yeah. Listen, I I was so confused. I feel like it was just a complete panic. I was just like, yeah. we did have to do that. So I feel like I said, I feel like we need to be confident when playing, you know, the top teams. teams. Yeah, because I feel like why can't we feel that we could, you know, go against them? I feel like we have a young team. We still are learning, we're still getting around it. But I feel like at the end of the day, we started off strong. Why can't we continue? Yeah, because I feel like your team was the better team for most of the game. Mm-hmm. And you should have kept it the same. Exactly. Because it was like, working. Yeah, you saw it and it's like when he switched it, I was just like, well, there goes the game. Was like, yeah. There's, there's no point. Well. So, yeah, I feel like I said, we still got a few more games that I think the next few games that, you know, we're predicted to win or I feel like we can, you know, hold our own. Is Liverpool in one of those? Uh, yeah. I don't know, yeah, Brentford. You I'm have sure. us as well, North London Derby's first game up in international break. Oh, sweet. Okay, well... Yeah. <laughs> well, then we'll see then more challenges more challenges come. like I said <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like if they listen they're a good team and I feel like we just need to believe in ourselves more and it shouldn't be a thing where we can only win against the non big teams. teams yeah small yeah. teams it's not that I feel like we could just have to keep going what are your expectations for Arsenal this season like I said I feel like why can't we be challenging challenge, why can't yeah. we challenge? I didn't say we're going to challenge I said why can't we challenge I just feel like at the moment definitely top four um, and if we can challenge for it, if we can, you know, you know, just shock everyone, why not? Last time was gonna be crazy. I said so. I think cool time to charge with your chest. <laughs> but my thing is this, right? It's like why can't I cool touch just my chest? No one's saying that. You're saying your team should be confident, but you should be confident too to be like, yeah, yeah it's okay. the confidence. Am I on the pitch or are they on the pitch? Let me just, I'm just doing my part and just, you know, give them my two pence. You're not hard enough. You should cheer for your new manager. Oh my God. Um, do we all think Arsenal can be consistent and challenge for that title? I feel like it's difficult to answer the question because I agree. I think the first challenge was we turn up at Old Trafford and, and beat that Old Trafford, like the Man United team that's still finding its feet and you failed that challenge. And I think there will be more challenges to come, especially... Um, You've got us uh, in October as well, mid-October. Yeah, so, so that's so what Chelsea. However, first, we do have like a crazy run before that we've got. Actually, we've, yeah, so we've got Dortmund the week after... Uh, before that we've got Copenhagen as well mm-hmm. and then we have Liverpool literally just before you guys on the weekend so the so, excuses coming out already no, 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 no. I'm just telling you I'm just telling you that I'm, I'm not even going to say I'm expecting no, you guys no, to beat it, us it, but the lineup that we have there's actually no excuse because what you guys have got Conference League what, I don't even know what you guys played so oh, 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 oh. Where does that come from? Where does that come from? What is Arsenal? Well, it threw me back to you though, because I remember like for years when Arsenal were challenging or at least challenging like 
top four fully. They'd always be, they do well, do well. And then February, remember the February capitulation? As I said, like, I mean, just, yeah. But no, I think they'll hold the position until about Christmas time. I don't think there'll be like too many major changes within like the top four. Maybe we'll see like Liverpool kind of creep up a bit more, but that's The gap is quite close. Even between us and Arsenal, I think it's only three points. Yeah, something like that. So it's quite close at the minute. No, what was that for, Jason? No. What? What was that for? That oh, what do you mean? Regardless of, I think everybody is going to drop points between now and November. Yeah. So I think there's not going to be, I think, clear front runners because you're mm. right. You, whoever's in seventh or eighth is literally a couple of points off teams who are first, second, third. So yeah, I think it would be interesting as well because Arsenal's terrible February type run there will also be more games to play because mm. no one's going to be playing in November until, what, Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, so actually, yeah. It's just how the World say. Cup affects it. Exactly. If, like, if yeah. Saka starts every game for England, like, oh. if he goes on a good run yeah, and man. starts oh. every game for England, he's going to fall out of the ball. Or even that young man. Jesus or whoever, it's like, you don't know, right now, it's not really that clear who's starting for Brazil. Right now, it's in the Jesus is going to make the squad. Neither did Martinelli. He didn't make the friendly. I think that's only because Arsenal really let their players go. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah. I reckon he'll definitely, I reckon it will be. World Cup, definitely, but Brendan's not. It's like, how much of, like, we don't really know how much playing time a lot of these players are going to get at the World Cup. And if they, it tends to be that, you know, a few of them, if it ten, if it turns out that they're going to be, like, the main man for their their country, exactly. that could have a big effect on the games that come mm-hmm. afterwards. But right now, you can't really tell. Because it could be Richarlison, it could be Jesus, no, it, will, it could like, be, like, I'm same worried. with England. It's I, like, exactly. like, yeah. same with England. Same with England. Whoever whoever gets yeah, chosen, exactly because most likely like Will Sancho, he's probably back in the league, back in the um, team now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but he's probably going to be on the bench for the most part. But that's so what I'm saying. We don't really know, know. So, like how that plays out. It's going to have a big effect on the rest of the season as mm. well. I mm. want to go around and get everyone's top four <coughs> predictions based on how things currently are in the league because I don't think I've heard you guys' predictions yet. So I think that'll be quite interesting. <laughs> interesting, <coughs> Lauren. Um, I think City. City number one. I can't call Arsenal. We're doing order. So I'll go in order. Yeah, 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 I think City will win the league. Okay. Based on current form, I'm gonna put my neck out and say Spurs second, Arsenal third, Liverpool fourth. Current form. Are you sure? Current form. This current form. This current form. Yeah, this current. We're one point behind Arsenal, and Arsenal apart the one challenge they've had to play. No, but Arsenal based on form, Arsenal is currently the better team than you. I'd say you ask. Yeah, and uh, do I think Arsenal will maintain this form? Okay, by the so, end of the season, that's why I think. It, so you're locking it in. Like you said City number one. Yeah, I'll go Spurs, Arsenal, Arsenal first, and Liverpool fourth. Okay, Gloria. Yeah, I, I think it will take Potter too long to get the, the squad going. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so oh, I know you're not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know you're> not <laughs> I think it will take Potter too long. So. Um, wait, is this at the end of the season? Yes, yeah. your okay. top four predictions. For the Premier League, um, I think C is going to be first. Um, second, I'm going to say, ha. Huh. <laughs> I don't believe in Liverpool right now. I don't think they'll get the second spot, but oh, they can come back. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's not looking good. Um, okay, I'll say C. I'll go to Liverpool. Um, I'll say. Chelsea and then Arsenal. 
Okay, that's interesting. Okay, <laughs> Joyce. <laughs> it's tip for tap. Yeah, Joyce. Um, okay, based on current form. Yeah, or Just how you see the league going. Oh, it's going. Okay, cool. Um, first, Man City. Mm-hmm. What do you see that much in Man United? <laughs> if I say first, you don't call me delusional. So no, nah, just just believe in like yeah. what say what you believe. What you be- if that's what you really believe, believe, say it. <laughs> ah, okay, what well, I believe, what well, I truly believe. Okay, cool. Man City first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Man City first. Second. Say it with your chest. Go on, I know no, you're going to say it. Wait, let her speak. <laughs> I, me, I'm just thinking you're on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Second, I'm going to say... <laughs> you know what you want to say. Just no, say it. No. Come on. Oh, you guys. I'm unpredictable. Second. Arsenal. Um, yeah, we knew that was okay. coming. Oh. <laughs> Third, I want to say Liverpool. Fourth, Spurs. Mm. Marva? I actually really don't know. Um, you got to give us something. Man City first, definitely. I feel like there might be quite a big gap towards the end of it. Like, I think it'll be close between second and fourth, mm-hmm. but not between first and second. Mm-hmm. So, I think... I just don't know if I trust Arsenal. Um, <laughs> but Liverpool look terrible right now. All right, I'll st- I still think Liverpool might get back up there. So I'll put them second. Oh, this is <laughs> tough. Um, really tough. To be honest, I'm winging it here. I'm just going to say Arsenal third. No, Chelsea third. And then it's going to be between Arsenal and Spurs. I think both are going to fall off after Champions League football and World mm. Cup. So mm. either one of them. Right, Joyce. First, uh, obviously, City first. Second, I don't think any of you bums deserve second. So I'm going to no, like it's so hard, like right now, like sitting in this position right now to think who's going to come second because I can say third and fourth. Realistically, I could probably see Liverpool sitting probably either third or fourth, but second place with the fixtures and everything else. And it will genuinely just depend on whether how many games, uh, what club is playing, etc., etc., how many times you guys are like dropping out, whatever. But um, I think Arsenal will be sitting at third. Second. Damn, second. I think I just have to give it to Liverpool just for the sake of it, to be fair. Because mm-hmm. it's just always been like that. And then fourth, you know, surprisingly, I might I actually have to give it to United. The only person mm-hmm. that has put United in their top four. They might even they might even sit in fifth. But but okay. I think it would be close between United and Chelsea. Yes, can we always United first? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say City first. Then I'm gonna throw in Tottenham at second. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put United third, and then fourth. I'm actually gonna put Arsenal. You're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the reason that I'm putting Chelsea out of it 
is just because they've got a new manager. And I'm personally, I'm not really sure about this manager and the challenge at Chelsea. So I'm going to say this season, they might miss out on that. And I'm putting Liverpool out of it because Jürgen's going to capitulate. <laughs> so yeah, those are my predictions. Okay. We shall see. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We shall see. Marvel, I don't want to leave you out. So where do you think um, Everton's going to come? <laughs> that was so let's do who we think is going to get relegated. Ooh. I think, yeah. What's that got to do with Everton? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Back your team. I'm going to start with you on that one, Marvel. Who do you um, think are the three teams to get relegated this season? I think Bournemouth, for sure. Um, I think they'll put up a fight, but yeah, I think ultimately. I think Nottingham Forest could as well. Like, I know they've signed a lot of players, but it's one of those where <clears throat> sometimes when you sign so many, it just doesn't click. Like, click. Um, and that was a shocking loss to Bournemouth the other week as well. And then... I, might, I don't know. I, I don't think it'll be Fulham. I don't think all three of the promote mm. teams will go down. Um, I think it's too easy to say Leicester because I think Rodgers will get sacked within a few weeks and then they'll be all right. Um, but wishful thinking would be Leicester or Southampton mm. and not Everton, obviously. Mm. <laughs> Joyce? Oh, I'm sitting on I'm thinking. The way West Ham are playing at the moment, I don't think I'll ever, I don't think in this <laughs> lifetime I will ever, ever see West Ham get relegated. But, the way they're playing at the moment yeah. is that they're, they're, they're it's been shaky. to be relegated. Yeah, like, it's been shaky. So, I don't know. I don't think, yeah. I think they'll be sitting right outside of the relegation zone. Mm, and yeah. I think it will hopefully will wake them up for next season because I don't see them turning around this season, to be fair. But mm. yeah, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, definitely. And the way their wage structure is going to suffer next season. Yeah. Good luck, though. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, nah. Um... I think the Southampton will probably be able, they'll they'll be able to sort of sort it out. I think um, so. I think it's easy. To, it's, it's easy to say do. Leicester yeah. might mm. have to take the hit this season, but yeah, because Fulham are playing way too great to to be, be touching yeah. anyway. Yeah, the because even yeah. like Villa look shocking. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. that's so hard. Villa, like, oh, yeah, gonna, if, they, if the managers get sacked, 
then my I would the, it's hard to make a prediction. Mm. I because th- I, I think Gerard's on borrow time. Yeah. Lampard is on borrow time. <laughs> Rogers, <laughs> if it's, if Leicester don't improve again, borrow time. Yeah, to the job centre. No, um, Rogers, oh, Rogers is so on um, borrow time. He's like got like a game. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on the edge. He's on the edge. So, yeah, I think it's tough because then it's like, okay, so which manager comes? I'm trying to think who has the worst squad. So yeah. even if they get a new manager, there's no going back. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no, no going back anyways. Yeah. I think Defoe Bournemouth have to... Oh, yeah. Have yeah. To yeah. Take they're, they're, they're terrible. They still have some players from the, the last time they got relegated. They're just not, <laughs> oh. they're just not good enough. Mm. Um, I don't... I, I feel like Everton maybe, if you don't sack Lampard quick enough... Um, and oh, I think it's hard. Maybe, maybe Forrest, if that squad doesn't gel. Because I don't see them sacking... What's his name? Steve Cooper. Mm. I yes. think he'll be there. I think he'll yeah, stay throughout yeah. the whole season. Gloria? Um, Bournemouth is definitely going down. Put them 20th. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were doing this. <laughs> um, I'm just getting the bottom. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think... Um, with Leicester though, as much as like, I don't know, it's 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 sticky. Um, yeah, Forest I think could potentially go down because I think they sound too many players. It's gonna take a while, and they don't have that facility to allow everyone to gel before they can start producing results. Um, so I'd say them, and then I'd say I'm still not convinced about deeds, but. I wouldn't put them. Mm. I'm not too sure if I put them in the relegation zone or just outside. But I'd say, uh, for now, I'll say, I'll stay. I'll say Leeds for now. For now. Joyce, same as Gloria. To be fair, so yeah, definitely Bournemouth, um, Forest. It's just yeah, too many players. It's gonna take a while for them to really find their feet. Um, I was going to say either Leeds or probably Everton as well, depending mm. on Lampard. I'm there. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow, it's just the Merseyside derby, guys. We looked good. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, look good. No, you, you tend to look good against Liverpool in the last like two years. When? In the last, two, <laughs> the last year, you did well against Liverpool. Not really. Like it was a different game in that we were right, but we had about twenty percent possession. Whereas this this yeah, game we actually you had got, like fair enough. maybe like forty five. I think <laughs> for me, I'd say my predictions are Bournemouth. Um, I I'm gonna say Fulham. Mm-hmm. I think with the amount of money that Forrest has spent, I feel like they stay out, man. They spent so much money. They have to. I, they, I need to start seeing Jalen's ball. They've got Henderson as well, and he's actually a good keeper. So I think Forrest will stay up. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Fulham, Bournemouth. I don't want to put Leicester in there because I feel like they'll manage to stay out of it. They'll be okay. Maybe a Villa. I, they need to Maybe a Villa. I say Villa. January, though, Leicester. Because I don't see mm. out of because Rogers' preference is to play Vardy. I can't season. see them getting enough goals. To... Oh, the he's yeah. Been... yeah, he's been yeah. playing poor. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Did you see yeah. the oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. He's probably the worst one in the league. Like, they benched Vardy. and actually got a goal in what, like third yeah. minute or something. And then just shambles. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. And your um, keeper does make a big difference. Yeah. Like, Pickford if you're conceded, yeah. And Pickford kept us up last season. How long is he out for? He was out for three to four weeks. So right. given this, okay. the break, they'll be out for a few games. But like, yeah. Yeah, Pickford definitely needed. We've got Calvert Lewin coming back now, so. Oh, my, okay. My <laughs> I, I actually love him. <laughs> so do you love him? Yeah. Hopefully, he can pick up form as well because he was up and down last season. Mm. Yeah, like towards the end, because to be honest, we just kept rushing him back because he was injured all of last season and obviously we needed him. So mm. we just kept rushing him back and rushing him back. And then when he finally started to have like some form towards the end of last season, he got a goal against Brentford, then got the the goal that saved, like, kept us up against Palace um, and looked good in both those games. Like, he was doing all the type of positional play that he's very good at. So, if he gets a run and we're not rushing him back, then I think he'll do well. Um, but my worry is just we don't have real cover for him. I thought Mopo actually played quite well against Liverpool, even though he should have scored. Um, so, that's helpful, but we don't have the same, like... Like, mm-hmm. our, our structure this season's actually been so much better. Like, that's why I'm not actually panicking, because mm-hmm. we, the midfield signings we've made is the best our midfield has been in years. Like, mm-hmm. even under Ancelotti, this midfield is better than under Ancelotti. We didn't know how to keep the ball under Ancelotti, even though we did well. It was all based on counter-attacking football. So I feel like now that we've actually got solid defence, solid midfield, when Pickford's back, we've got a solid goalkeeper... It's just, can we capitalise on like that stability and actually get some goals to win games? Mm. And if Calvert-Lewin's back and informed, then hopefully we can. Mm-hmm. But speak to me in a few months. We still haven't won a game. It relies on having a clinical goal scorer yeah. to keep you up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. yeah. Gordon's got like two and two. No, he didn't score the he wanted to be employed by Chelsea. Speaking of... Russian players back during the week, or I think it was two days ago, actually, Marshall came out with a story to French press um, about his treatment at United and how um, he played through injury through a lot of his time on the Ole. And I was just, it got me thinking, I was wondering, like, how many teams in the Premier League do we see rush players back? And what is the effect that that has on players' mental health, um, long-term performance, Etc. You saw like, Rashford. Sorry, yeah, you saw Rashford. Rashford. Yeah, yeah, Rashford. Big example. Do you know what happened with Pogba then as well? It, it happened. Yeah. It's oh, happened yeah. with about five, six players in our team. So Pogba, Marshall, Rashford. Right. It even happened with Harry Maguire. Done. Um, yes, and you and can and see the drop off now of players that have been yeah. through yeah, injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it just got me thinking: Is this normal in football? Like, I don't know what is meant to be normal it's or just not. Just Desperation. Like, yeah. Teams yeah. like City don't have to worry about it yeah. too much. We literally, yeah. once I took a player's injury, we don't see them for the rest of the season. <laughs> 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 they ship them off to Barcelona to get a simple recap. That's it. That's but it. That's how it should be. Exactly. But I think about in the past how players would talk about how they would get injections to play games and they'll yeah. put their bodies on the line. I think part of that as well but, is like how much uh, we train our academy so that we yes. have a lot of academy players that can come in and fill the boots of whoever gets injured yeah. for like, a few games before we find someone else that, like kind of and I think as well the way Pep trains most of the players to end up playing out of position as well has really helped us so we've had like we had Fernandinho for the most part that was kind of injured there here and there but he was out there playing in defense mm. like 
we just I think it's just the way clubs are so you're saying sort of for your team that you're less reliant on individual players yeah. it's easy for it's you guys to, to yeah. rotate it's, it's a system you play yeah. you play very it's the same with Liverpool it's like you could put any players into that system they know what they're doing they know what their job is and they get the system carries them even yeah. if they're not like the, 100%. the best individual player mm. whereas if you're playing in a, like Man United, how they have, where they don't know, you know, exactly what they're playing and it's relying on individual brilliance, yeah. mm-hmm. then there's a lot more pressure on those individual players to play through injury and, like, whether it's that they're coming into it and not fully fit, they have to do a lot more themselves mm-hmm. or that there aren't enough players to cover them, so you're just rushing someone back. Right. And in you guys' teams, do you, does that happen as well? Yeah, for me, my, my biggest one was Kane coming back for the Champions League final mm, when his yeah. ligaments were not Actually, healed yeah. and he was running at five miles per hour and 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 the player Lucas Moura getting Moore. dropped after getting that hat-trick. I look and think Poch, I love, like I love Poch and I was so upset when he, when he was sacked. But for me, that's one of the biggest mistakes that he's made because you can't mm. play players who are not fit on the biggest occasion just because you're desperate for them to play because they mm. have consequences. We lost the game um, mm. and we were terrible. And I can't blame Kane for as as poor as he was in that final because he wasn't fit. Mm. Do but... you think it's on players though to say that actually I don't think I'll be the best for the team at this time? I think it's hard because I think it depends on the manager because one of the yeah. things that I've noticed, for example, with Conte, Conte complains about our physio department when he does mm-hmm. interviews so and i um for example was it romero who was injured and was supposed to be out for a month and then conte turned around and said no i expect him back in two weeks and mm-hmm. he's ended up coming back and luckily he's been fine he's not picked up another injury but i think some managers put pressure on the medical department who probably do say look he's not in the right mm-hmm. condition to play but you're right when you've got individuals who you're so heavily rely on on they're not going to turn around and say no they just no. want to play football yeah. exactly. so i think it, it's the the manager needs to have a better duty of care mm-hmm. um but i don't think we see that enough and i think we we've seen the impact of players like rashford who thankfully look looks like he's coming back to yeah. form now but someone but it's who's taken him so, so long yeah, to get to that point for injury yeah and i think you know we don't realize the impact that this will have you know on the longevity of their of their careers when they don't rest when their body needs to that's why I'm sorry for Saka. Yeah, because Saka... Like, he's playing, starting every single match and this is like, he's still so young and it's obviously, like you said, mm. we have the World Cup coming up and all other fixtures. We're highly dependent on him, which is why the transfer window was such a crucial part for us and it was, I wouldn't say it was a big letdown, but we could have done so much more because mm. it was needed that, okay, listen, there's someone needs to be there just in case. Is know. Did Saka ever play through injury or... Not that I know of, no. Okay. I know it's like probably niggles and it's like scares, but nothing too serious where he's had to like come off for a while, yeah. but no. Like I think, I remember like Tomiyasu, he was out for a while, but apart from that, most other players, it's always been niggles, but it's like, like I said, it's just that holding your breath moment because it's like, you don't know how serious it's going to be because like mm. I said, we're just not in that position to kind of lose these players because of course yeah. the season we have. I think with player fitness and stuff like that, the manager plays a big part because I think about Ole and I think about the fact that he's probably quite an old school manager where in his time you would get the injection and you would go put your life on the line. Whereas let's say modern day players, I don't think 
it doesn't always work. Like we've seen it in United, especially with, with Pogba. I think about Pogba all the time because he played through an ankle injury where it was so bad he had to get surgery after his the Europa League game. Mm-hmm. And fans thought he was faking it. And it was just like, he's put himself on the line because the manager has expectations of him. And the result is that he's had to have a surgery and even the player, the fans of the club don't even believe that it was real. It's things like that. It's, it's where do we draw the line? No, but there isn't a line to be drawn because yeah. I feel like it's just, that's how it is in football. It's like, I feel like when you commit to something such as that, it's like, you don't want to disappoint the team. You don't want to disappoint your fans, the manager or anything like that. And it's like, unfortunately you see it that they would risk mm-hmm. just, that one injury or one kind of moment just so they don't, you know, lose that kind of, not respect, but kind of just like that, you know, okay, that acknowledgement. Because then the day it's like, you know, you want to be consistent. You want to be kind of like always showing up. Yeah, but how how can you be consistent when you're not even fully fit? (sighs) Exactly. And I think it's, I think it is with the older school managers because the sports science that they would have had isn't as good as it is now. So I yeah. think with the, the the access to scans and to the physios, I feel like you, you've got to listen to your medical department. If that but they're saying that person's not fit, they would have tried everything yeah. Yeah. Um, to get that player fit. But equally, you've got a Europa League final. So yeah. Yeah. They, they, you know, we but sometimes we I think winning. do the medical department put the players' interest first? Sometimes I think they put the manager or the club's interest first. So. I mean, it doesn't really yeah, make a difference. They, they are employed by them. So. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like HR. Yeah, you can go to HR, but they still work for the company. Yeah. And so, yeah. But yeah, I thought that was quite interesting that Marshall came out and said those things. And it just highlighted that the, the culture and football kind of still needs a little bit of work, especially when it comes to players' mental health, injury, and just things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think maybe it's more the it's either got to be the Premier League or whoever the responsible body is. Like with concussion, they've had to change regulations to mm. make sure. Because mm-hmm. I'll never forget when Vertonghen, he had a head injury and then he didn't look right. He went off at the side yeah. and went back on and then he collapsed and threw up at the side of the pitch because yeah. he was clearly suffering from concussion. And the medical department just waved him back on. But he and continued playing. Or so, yeah, and then yeah, like, he, he said after, he was like, I don't remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it, at that point, it's the medical department's job to be like, actually, we don't think he's okay. Like, obviously the player is going to still want to play because he doesn't want to disappoint his manager. But, but then what the, what if the manager says, but I don't think, I think he can still play. The After medical needs to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> you need regulation course, because exactly. now we have, for example, concussion protocols yeah. where if someone goes off with a head injury, like they just cannot play. But we now even have the extra subs so the other team doesn't lose out because they've had to change those protocols to mm-hmm. make sure people take it seriously. Like five subs and stuff now. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Let's talk about the international break coming up. So England are facing Italy. Mm. Oh gosh! Mm. Oh, mm. oh. 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 How do we think that match is going to go? Hmm. I, think it, I think it's going to go better than we. I think we all expected. Yeah. I mean, I was. Uh, I watched the uh, Argentina versus Italy game. Um, that weird glorified yeah. cup thing that they wanted to create for a bit of money, but it, it was it was it was nice to see Italy fall apart a little. Just like yeah, it made me happy, but yeah, yeah no, I, I genuinely feel like it's going to go a lot better. But that being said, looking at the depth that England have, 
Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't you know. can never really read that much into these games, exactly, though. It's like yeah. you give so many players like their first game, and like, like here's the appearance because they've been doing well in the league. Hmm. But they never like players like Bowen and stuff like that were like who are doing really well, you know. And then they get given a game, but it's like, yeah, but they're not going to play at the World Cup. Like they're not going <laughs> to. So, yeah. so I'm just no, like, it's true, but he should be picked this time. Well, yeah. um, boy. To start to so season, yeah, I don't know. I just, like people read into them so much and get so angry about these friendlies. I'm like, you can't tell until the the competition starts. Italy yeah. didn't look that. Uh, uh, to be fair, they went in like an unbeaten run, but they still didn't look that solid before the Euros. Mm. And then it's like, no one expected them to win the Euros. It's like it's not until you get to the actual competitions that you can see. Mm. Having said that. England have looked trash for the last <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, And the one thing that was carrying through the last them through the last few tournaments has been just their like togetherness and like it seemed like the, like even the fans like, just cheering, just yeah, the whole spirit. Yeah, like, there was like yeah. this positivity going on there, yeah, whereas now the I feel like there's is that is not there and it's very much like people are saying to drop Kane and like get rid of Southgate and all of this stuff like oh, I mean in in the in the Euros, I was calling for that too, but hey. Calling for what both? Drop Kane. Kane to be dropped. Yeah. Oh. To play who instead? <laughs> Just a little change. Or play who instead? No, I think the, the problem, I think, for me, and I, I've been calling, honestly, for Southgate to be sacked since Russia, but <laughs> is the. His tack. Like, I feel like, how can you have this crop of players? And have a, a system and a setup that just feels so anti-football. Yes. Like mm. I feel like some of the real strengths of players like Saka, like Foden, they're not exploited in the system that he plays. And I just think it's really painful. I think to watch England games. Yes. Okay. If we do well in the tournament, like yeah, everyone gets excited. And but I think international football outside of major tournaments is it's like watching paint dry. Because yeah. his tactical setup is there's just a lot that needs doing. Do we think it solely falls on Southgate though, or do we think the fact that the players don't generally play together could have an impact on how we look as a team? I mean, but isn't that like it's Southgate's yeah. job to sort of? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Tournaments is that it's it's been a pretty like consistent team. team. Like even in the Euros compared to the World Cup, players like Walker, who you were thought oh might not really get in the team, Maguire, Stones, like just all got played again. They mm. all know how to play with each other. Mm-hmm. Like it was basically the same starting lineup every single game, mm. other than like the wide forwards, and they were all quite interchangeable anyway. Whereas when you get into these games, you've got a completely different midfield, you've got a completely different backline, different goalkeeper, different everything. So it's like. When and they don't play with a clear like game plan anyway in terms of like not a style of football, so it's not like that's going to stay consistent. So the only thing you're relying on and being consistent is the players. And if mm. they're not the same players, then like you said, it's like what's your pay dry? It's just like. So can we go around and say what our predictions for the Italy versus England match will be? A draw. That <laughs> 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 just just purely <laughs> because I think. Italy haven't looked like the same team. I mean, they didn't even qualify for the World Cup. And I think players like Chiesa are still injured. Um, so I'm not expecting a proper in, uh, like Italy side to turn up. But equally, I also think I'm not expecting a serious England side to turn up to the game. So mm-hmm. I can just see it being quite a, another boring game mm-hmm. um, to watch with a few chances. And yeah, I think I'm up in a draw. What about you, Gloria? 
Um, I'm torn between 2 0 um, England or 2 1. I think I think they'll still win it, but it won't be an exciting game to watch. Jess? Mm-hmm. 1 0 to England. Marva? No Pickford, no party. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going Ramsdale. Rams- 1 1. Joyce? Oh, yeah, I'd say 2 1 to England. And then for second international game, we're going to be playing Germany. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh okay. You already said it's a wrap. No, I had to think about the forwards because they like to play. Um, what's his name? What's his name? You've got Sonny. Um, oh, Werner. Yeah, they love playing Werner. He scores in the Germany, so. I think Do, Germany will be better now. Better like they had a new manager now that, and like a good manager. Now they're settling in. I've, I reckon they'll be quite good. Yeah. Mm. So are we going to lose that match? You're saying? I think a draw. It just it depends what it? they're is playing. It isn't at it? Wembley yeah, or it's really hard to uh, play. is it in Germany? Do you uh, it's in. I think it's in Wembley. Oh. oh. It's going to be a dead game though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's almost the World Cup. Like yeah. yeah. It's a thing to know. I think one Belief. I think one I think one I feel like like you never see Germany in full form until they reach the yeah, major tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I they, agree. They, they they go to another level. So mm. Mm. maybe another draw. Yeah, I think a draw. Yeah, I think a draw. Okay, you guys clearly don't have any hope in England. So <laughs> when they're friendly, let's wait until the World Cup. Do you get? I feel like we will. Okay, but even in the World Cup, like, how do you expect us to play? Not very well. I I think honestly, I think getting to the semi final of the World Cup, where some of the really really good nations did not play well, I expect Brazil to turn up. I expect Argentina, Argentina to turn yeah. up. Like I I genuinely think. If the, you know, I expect France to do, I think if the, the countries, some of our, I would say countries that are better than our, well, p- play a better system and mm-hmm. a way of playing than our, our national team, it, it, it would, quarterfinals, maybe semifinals at best. I, mm-hmm. I generally, like, I, even the Euros, sure I don't think, it. it wasn't necessarily because we played really, really, really well. It was just because some of the other nations... They I think we had, we had we easier Germany. teams. We yeah. Germany. That was a good yeah. game. Well, Denmark was, was a That was the worst Germany team we've seen in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a very questionable team. But Denmark was a good team that you played against. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. just the way it ended. So the them. World Cup, no one's going to be singing this coming home. Nah, quarterfinals I straight. Quarter final I sung already. The <laughs> <summer>. <laughs> I said quarterfinals. Yeah. You know what? Even the group, <laughs> like, I know people saying it's an easy group. I don't think it's that What did you have in the group? USA. USA, Iran and Wales. But Wales is a team that, like, England-Wales, Wales are always going to turn up. Mm. Like, exactly. And if yeah. Gareth gets fit yeah. in the MLS... <laughs> yeah. he's, just, but he's just using that as pre-season. For exactly. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And the USA, I feel like we're going to... They've got a lot of players now who are playing in Europe um, yeah. in, in decent sides. I think we'll... Yeah. we'll they're gonna cause cause us a problem. I'm not saying that like like England should win that group. Don't get me wrong. Yes. It's not that like if they don't, it's not like oh they had a hard group. Obviously, it's a group they should win. But I just mean if they come into it not fully confident, and if the cracks start showing early on and they don't get it together, quarterfinals. It's it's, some, it's a <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> it's a group they could actually capitulate in. Like mm. it feels very much like a group we've seen before, like in the old school England. Who no, we have to lose the first game. No, that's not the part. No, I believe we'll definitely get out of the groups. But like she said, if we don't come into the groups not confident, then it's a problem. But yeah, there are some good teams, I think. No, definitely not Brazil. Group, Brazil, Argentina <laughs> are definitely the ones to watch out yeah. for. Go on, Brazil. 
<laughs> Wait, you're not supporting England? Oh, no, England's like my fourth country. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you know, you know, you know, Brazil, France, Ghana, and then it's England. Ghana, Brazil. Her two um, <laughs> countries, <laughs> she put her country on birth as third place. Yeah, it's overdue. Who else are you supporting country wise? Anyone else? France. I would like to see Messi get, get a World Cup. I can't lie. Probably oh, see Belgium. I mean, it is the last yeah. World Cup to you in this. So it'll yeah. be, yeah. Yeah. be nice. No, I'd rather see Brazil. Like, because I think, because I think Brazil embody football. They live in yeah. Brazil. Football yeah. is their religion. Yeah. That's so I, I feel happy when I see Brazil doing well. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I know growing up, Nigeria faced Brazil a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> might be interesting to see. Um, let's move on to listener questions. The first question I've got here is, do you believe that Tuchel is one of Chelsea's legendary managers? <coughs> hmm. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Mourinho is still alive, you know. Okay, because he got us the um, Europa League, right? You can't discredit his work, but I think, like Joe said, Mourinho is still alive. Yeah, but the question is one of. Yeah, 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 yeah. one of. One of, yeah. One of? One of. One of? Juice. Nah, because you guys were trying to cook me because I I said that the the Champions League was fugazi. What? But yeah, no, but and apparently I can't really talk because you know we haven't won Premier, uh, Champions League yet. But like, <laughs> by no, that logic, isn't Di Matteo? Like, yeah, because yeah. he's won a Champions and League. And he got sacked in the same yeah. kind of year. <laughs> Another one, you know. If you're saying Tuchel is legendary because of a CL, then Di Matteo is also <laughs> legendary. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm too sure. I'm not saying this, but Chelsea were in pretty much every single final possible. And it's still lost. I'm they not they saying lost, I don't think he collected that many, but he, he, he <laughs> finals. Please, please. <laughs> let's clarify that. Yeah. Like, no, uh, yeah. yeah. In, in his shorts. Every final, yeah, of, first. In, in, I would say he's all the Chelsea's best managers that they've had. Hmm. Yeah, one of. One of the best managers, I want so to say. Wait, like who are legends. your top three best managers that Chelsea have ever yes. had? Yeah, Gloria. I'll go Mourinho first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only Chelsea fans um, like him. I would say I'll put Conte second. Frankie Lampard. <laughs> yeah, I can put some respect on Conte. To be fair, Conte did really well at Chelsea. Breathe, 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 breathe. You have to put some respect on Conte's name. What did you say, breathe in? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, if it's, if it's, not, if it's not Conte, then who? who? Goose hitting. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ancelotti. 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 Yeah, okay. Okay, Ancelotti, yes. She said, oh, yeah. Top three. Okay. Let's start revising your answer. Let's start again. Top three. Top three. Chelsea managers. Okay. Okay, Mourinho is definitely first. Okay. Mourinho. Okay, now I'm on tour between. Okay, I'll put... Ancelotti second and then Conte. So that means Tuchel's not really in the legendary status. Top, top five. Top five. So no, no. Is he fourth? Okay. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. 
Ooh. Why is Chelsea so overrated by Chelsea fans? Why? Too cool. Oh, so oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're gonna have to ask them. I, don't know. I think I think it's the the Champions League. That's what's getting to them. But mm. he he was a good manager in terms of like he did what he needed to do. But I think who would you say was a better manager, Conte or Tuchel? Uh, Hey. <laughs> no, but why do you don't just no, ignore her? <laughs> why do why do you say Conte? Stick to your words. Stick to it. <laughs> don't let her crazy. No, no, don't let her crazy. Don't let her fool you. Now listen. Stick to your words. To win the league is more consistent than winning the Champions League. I agree. Chelsea because yeah. winning the Premier League is harder. Yeah, but Chelsea didn't have any European football. I have to like Tuchel won that Champions League. In after the invasion of Ukraine, the, the, <laughs> but if you look at if you look at what Tuchel has done, um, to, to, I think to win the Champions League in your first season, to then have to carry the club and to return to the Champions League when the man was offering to drive the bus to the games, I would say, okay, yes, winning the winning the Premier League is the pinnacle, but Conte won it. I know I'm saying this because Conte is my manager now. Conte won it in in after Chelsea finished tenth, and then had the investment. Hmm. Good point. Anyone else have any? Other all I'm saying is, draw members have been charged with more time than Tuchel has for all these crimes <laughs> that he's committed on. I'm telling you right now because I'm tired. You know what? Yeah, the the football was so enjoyable at first, but it was just like every other week you see the lineup. And you had 90% of it being defence. Like, it was just... Like, what were you guys trying to fight for so bad that you needed to defend your goal? Like, <laughs> They defended the goal in the Champions League final. Though. Yeah, you know exactly. what? It wasn't even a goalkeeping mistake. Like, that made you guys win. So, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna hold that. I'm going to hold that. Let's move on to the next question. This is slightly different type of question but it's have you ever received excessive hate from men because you're in you're women in the industry marvel go on <laughs> she has stories for days i have stories for days um yeah all the time to be honest like even just um look at our tiktok comments actually you can't because we delete them but um, <laughs> <laughs> like like kids writing stuff about just like just bullshit about yeah why are women talking about football why are we not like what are you on about like yeah get it all the time um i remember i once tweeted when phil neville got um got the job of the england women's job and i was like oh he's never managed a team before that's a bit of a weird thing suddenly thousands of phil neville fans came out of the woodwork saying like <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about blah, blah, blah. you know nothing about football fuck off i was like all right i didn't know so many people love phil neville um, <laughs> yeah all the time but then even just things like um, working in football, I've gone to. I once went to report on a, a game at Goodison, and um, I turned up, and the guy was like, um, "Abigail," and I was like, "No." Nah. He was mm. like, "Oh, Marva." I was like, "Yeah," because I was one of two women who were reporting. Like two of us mm. in like there was like 60, 70 reporters there that he knew who I was just because we were only two women. So um, yeah, it happens all the time, whether it's like deliberate or just feeling out of place because of what. It is, and I've just I've had like been a game when people are saying um, explain the offside rule to me, but getting it wrong. Like, I remember oh once it was like a, oh, no. it was at Chelsea actually, it was Everton Chelsea game, and um, the goalkeeper was taking a goal kick, and Richarlison was 
offside, but it's a goal kick, so he can't be offside. Mm. The guy behind me is screaming like, get the fuck onside. I was like, oh, I just, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I was like, you can't, you can't be, you can't be offside from a goal kick. He's like, I think you can, love, and I was like, it's that love, yeah, yeah, just all the time. <laughs> Does anyone else have any stories? Yeah, it's like the offside share? rule. So when you say you're not sure, okay, explain the offside rule to me. It's like. What does that mean? I just feel like we need to get a better question because who doesn't know what that is at this point? It's like, seriously, like, probably not us. Like, like, I think it's that like automatic assumption that our opinion is uh, unqualified yes. because we are women. Mm. Um, and I think that tends to be the default kind of response. You know, even, even going to the football and being at the football even on Wednesday at the Spurs Marseille game, obviously I'm there, I'm commentating on the game. I was pissed off because we we're not playing well and people are looking as, as, as if I'm crazy. And it's like, no, my opinion is valid. And mm-hmm. I think it's almost feeling like you said, it's like out of, like as if we're out of place. Um, but I would say, is it improving? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it is because I think the, the culture of football is, is, is strong and it's deep. And I, yes, I think we're seeing more investment and there's more room for, for, for women. Um, but I think your everyday typical fan, that opinion is, is still the mm. same. And I feel like we even see it with female commentators or pundits. Like we yeah. see it with Alex Scott still. She is she is an ex-professional football player. How can her opinions not be valid? So what have you, you done? Do you even play football professionally? Yeah. <laughs> even, you know, when they put the byline and if they have like Farrah Williams or Alex Scott and it will be like a hundred and whatever caps mm-hmm. and then it will be like for, for whatever the, the guy that's on played in the third round of the FA Cup. <laughs> and, then, and, then, like, and they just get, and yeah, and, and it's really exhausting yeah. because I'm one thing that I, I find that when, when there is a major tournament and you do get the likes of like any Aluko and, and whoever it is, if you, they go and put them on the rubbish games as, yes. as well, but they turn up and they do their research. They're ready to to be a pundit for the game, and and you don't get that. And and it's almost as if you have to work twice as hard. Because yeah. also they're allowed to be wrong. Like how, exactly. many, how many times we see the male pundits wrong? Yeah. <laughs> they make outlandish statements. You're allowed to do that. All of us, like this is what this podcast is. We make outlandish statements. Exactly. But when men do it, you don't get that same like <laughs> same criticism. Yeah. Well, it doesn't get based on their gender. But I would say that like I remember being at, at school and college and stuff, and I remember back in the day where like Gabby Logan would would present match of the day now and then, just like on the off chance. The comments I would see like would be insane. Whereas now. Yeah, Alex Scott gets a lot of hate and like shout out to her and all the sort of women like her who are trailblazing it and making it happen because now it's it's normal to see it. Yeah. Whereas even 10 years ago, it wasn't normal to see it. So I think the more it happens, you just, the game's changing, you just get used to it. Like they'll on the wrong side of history. Like you're going to be left behind, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. Sorry. on that note we'll end it there thank you everyone for listening to today's episode um please make sure to like subscribe and follow us on our social channels um see you next time
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.